0: Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, Million Dollar Agent, sponsored by
1: realestate.com, our good friends. How are you guys? Good, Tommy. Good to see you. Just actually had a little session with REA, learning lots of new stuff about,
2: how did the, uh, a lot of people listen to Tracy, did they, Troy, last couple of weeks? Yeah, one of the best episodes ever. I I mean, I loved uh, it. I hope
1: you did. If if you're listening to this one and you didn't hear the Tracy Fellows interview, who of course most would know is the CEO of realestate.com, go back and listen to it. Um, go back to iTunes or podcasts. iTunes, our
2: podcast. We're still ranked number one under business, so that's pretty exciting. That's like a number of weeks we've been rated number one. Higher
0: than the Australian Stock Exchange podcast, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I, which I find that it's it's it just sounds really good when people say, "Oh, how's that podcast going?" Exactly. It's not too bad. It's better than the Australian Stock Exchange. <laughs> exactly.
2: So um, we'll take it. while Yeah,
0: go. that's that's great work. So this uh, week's topic is list 2015 launch 2016 and gentlemen the reason i want to unpack this subject is that i'm having real estate agents say to me tom what's the right thing to do should you actually hold off from launching a property next year and just talk to the owners after christmas or should you actually try and squeeze it in before christmas i if, think before yeah. we do that
1: tom i mean what i'd love to just comment on a lot of agents I mean a lot of marketplaces especially say Sydney and Melbourne that have been very buoyant agents are starting to panic are you picking this up I mean I know you go and auction you train a lot of people 100 percent.
0: 100 percent
1: and I think you know there there is that element of people that are now starting to say oh you know the party's over you know my, my, my observation and comments number one is I think that every property in every location is saleable on any given day yeah. if you have the ingredients right right price right presentation right marketing attract the right buyer, manage the expectations of the client to fair market value, you're going to get a sale. Yeah. So, especially for the people, Troy, because you know, a lot of our listeners, I suspect, have joined the industry uh, in Sydney and Melbourne since the boom started, so they mm. probably haven't seen a tough market. And by the way, I'm not saying this is or isn't a tough market, but I'm saying it feels like there are certainly pockets that are changing. Um, I, I, I would love to say to people, I think for the best agents in the country, this is the best market to grow your market share, if it does tighten or turn or soften or whatever is the word hmm. because it may well do in the next six, 12 months. Who knows? But, you know, you've got to be alert and ready for anything. So um, I just think, you know, you've got to be very careful about what you say about your market. I'm already hearing agents saying, oh, John, it's getting tougher and, and you know, it's going to be a tough year. You know, if you start signalling that to yourself and to your brain and to your agents and to your colleagues and your vendors, hmm. that's exactly what you're going to manifest.
0: Uh, John, I think in this market, if you're not a deal maker and you want the market to put the deal together, you're gonna be in trouble. I think if you're used to telling vendors what they want to hear, not what they need to hear, you're gonna be in trouble. I think if you're not exceptional at pricing and giving them sales that sold yesterday, not sales that sold eight weeks ago, you're gonna be in trouble. So I agree 100% If you're a good agent you're about to be rewarded for those skills yeah if you're a bad agent your income is going to be affected because this good agent is going to come along and he's going to list properties that have expired because you couldn't put together and it's an exciting time because we see in all businesses businesses thrive when marketplaces need skill. Mm -hmm. And when marketplaces are booming, they equalize excellence and average.
1: I think, Tom, I think it was Warren Buffett that that sort of said that sort of humorous phrase where he said, you know, when the tide goes out, we'll see who's been swimming without swimming trunks on. Mm. Um, And I think that in this instance, and he was talking about the stock exchange predominantly, Mm. but in this instance, you know, there have been a lot of agents that have not been following the sort of stuff that you and I talk about every single week daily vendor calls, getting the pricing right, having a set to sell meeting, managing expectations, following through on buyers, creating a buyer database, all those sort of you know best practice. Some agents have been having really record years without doing all that, and you've got away with it. Yeah. Now, you are not gonna get away with it if the market tightens, turns, softens, or whatever it might do in the markets you're in. Um, you have to be following those things. So best get onto that straight away.
0: Yeah. A lot of people, Troy, have said to me, one of the ways that they're consuming our podcast is they become binges of it. So what happens is they don't listen to it for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then they realise that they're getting stale on a skill, and then what they'll do is they'll go four hours, like one of these movie marathon nights, and they'll just sit there, and I'll go to episode 20, and I'll go up to episode 40, and listen to every podcast, and take notes, so it's interesting to look at the behavior of people, and I was going to say, right now, if you're a person that wants to sharpen their skills... Um, And it might not be Million Dollar Agent. It could be any podcast or any learning, but it's a good time to go off and do a PhD on the basics of real estate because I think that's what's needed to survive and thrive in in 2016.
2: With only only seven selling weekends left in 2015. Seven
1: auction weekends, is Seven
2: auction weekends. That takes us up to the 19th of December, which essentially is the Mm. week before Mm. Christmas. That's when everyone will be wrapping up. You're right. You need to really focus on What are you doing with your buyers? How many phone conversations are you having with them leading up to an auction? What is your vendor communication like? And then what's the expectations of the vendor leading into a campaign? Those campaigns, like you said, John, six months ago, three months ago, the market isn't the same. The comparables aren't relevant. Some markets are Some are. Absolutely some are, and we're seeing that across the board. But the ones that have seen a slight change, those agents that have been calling out to you, what does that expectation look like with your vendors? What crucial conversations are you having leading up to the auction that can justify great value for money and the market? As but, it true, you
1: that? know, the, the the great news for everyone is if you're on your game or if you get on your game, between now and Christmas, you can put together 14 or 15 sales.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: the good agents that, that we're all talking to and either working with or aware of or connected to, they're doing a couple of sales a week. Yep. And And so I think, you know, for everyone, don't think... I mean, the most dangerous thing is you go into cruise control a few weeks before Christmas. If if you're going into that state, you may as well go and take your Christmas holiday early and come back early. Yeah. So my view is I I used to make many a sale on Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. Um, Yeah. People are there to buy. And yes, you know, it's it's probably a truism that some people start kind of dialing off in the middle of December, but not everyone. So I think if you're going to work until the 19th, say, because it's your last weekend work up until, you know, 6 o'clock on the 19th and push hard and get as many listings and sales, which, Tom, probably takes us to your original point, which yeah. is, what well, do you do about... Do you list them now and try and sell them now? or push? What are, what are your thoughts? Just be quickly before I answer it, just for the record,
0: I bu- the house I live in, I exchange contracts of Michael Tringali from Graz at 4.45pm on the 24th of December, in um,
1: 2012 or 11. Yeah, but he's Sicilian. I mean, you know, (laughs) that's like a profession, isn't it? It's not really... He goes hard for Tringali. John, here it
0: was. It was Christmas Eve. And Christmas Eve, don't forget, Christmas Eve was my daughter's, Christina. It's her birthday. But Michael (laughs) Tringali, he cared about that vendor <laughs> He was not interested in the birthday cake that I had going on there. He wanted to get this deal done and we signed contracts because there's something about closure, yeah. about Christmas. It was Correct. closure, closure in our heads. It's done, Tom. It's finished. They can't, I think he said something along the lines is if they have the whole Christmas holidays with lots of relatives and friends influencing them,
1: you can walk away today yeah. knowing it's your house. Well, I used to think that weekends were, for me, if I had offer accepted, and i had an exchange by friday six o'clock it was kind of often a gruesome time because people change their minds Mm. the the newspaper the next day says oh interest rates going up i mean you don't need to give buyers too many reasons to get nervous because there is a nervousness inbuilt anyway Mm. and i'm not it's not trickery to get them signed before they can but this is if they've made a decision move to contract get it done unconditionally if possible Mm. and and i think it's it's the way to go but Now it is interesting because uh, there will be a lot of instances where people will meet vendors, Tom, in the next couple of weeks, two or three weeks, and vendors will say, look, we're thinking of selling next year, we think it's probably too late to go this year. So how are you saying to your clients to to deal with that? um, John, I think that this is the time of year that the list
0: and the launch date potentially have a big gap. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say it is that some real estate agents, whether it's mentally in their head or whether it's unsure on what to do, are saying, we will leave it to next year. And leaving it to next year means no action this year. The recommendation that I'm telling real estate agencies, number one is, if in your heart, as that expert, as a trusted advisor, as someone that has the true intent of helping a vendor, if you feel that you're doing the wrong thing at having their property being marketed in the last weeks of December, What I recommend is that you list it and you get ready to have first move advantage in the new year, which means that you may launch it late January, February, but you're listing it this year and you're saying to the vendor, by the way, if we have a buyer that I think is going to pay a good price for it, the fact that I've actually got access to your property, the fact that we've actually taken the step ahead of other vendors, you're gonna be on the market with less competition and you're going to be in a driver's seat to get a buyer that might be a very motivated buyer. So let's list it, let's get things going, let's get the best photographer available which we might struggle with, let's get the best suppliers, the best marketing material all set up and ready to go. Because one of the things I've noticed is a lot of properties in January get top dollar because there's not that much stock Mm -hmm. on the marketplace. A lot of the stock comes on the market in you know, after that Australia Day uh, uh, we weekend where people say, let's go on there. So, guys, my view is that um, list it and potentially hold off the launch till the new year, but get various mm. steps up mm. and running.
2: Well, we've we've I, spoken a lot about soft launch. Yeah. Um, and a client of mine on the Northern Beaches only just recently did exactly what you said, Tom. They listed it, got the photography done, yeah. with a full campaign happening around that Australia Day weekend next year. They've actually got offer and acceptance Beautiful. this week. Yeah. So when you say list. And they might it, list the buyer's house for next list, year. Yeah. Yeah. So it so might double the size. So. Momentum brings, builds momentum. So yeah. having that strategy in place, like, yes, we will go into a full campaign, but what I want to introduce, I want to introduce yeah. a couple of key clients yeah. that can come through the property. They made it. Right, it's right. been accepted. So great time, really exciting time.
1: This is an industry where ur- sense of urgency, and that doesn't mean high pressure, and it doesn't mean panic, but a sense of urgency in terms of moving forward is a great asset for a salesperson um, for all the reasons. That's just a great case study because that says because you, know, you don't know if the buyer is going to be around today, tomorrow, or in January, yeah. but they could be around today, tomorrow. So, time number one. I've just got three or four things here I've written down while you were speaking and I think it's you gave great advice number one is get the thing listed yeah. there are a lot of agents that say um, well look okay well we'll I'll come back and I'll see you in January and, and so forth get it listed now because at least li- if it's not listed now you can't sell it you have a zero percent chance if it's listed now, you may still not sell it, but you could. Yeah. So get the paperwork done. The other thing is, of course, people who knows who people are going to meet at barbecues over the Christmas period. You really want to make sure that they're committed. If they're committed to you, if they you think you're your best agent, get them signed up. Um, number two is get it ready for sale. Now, whatever that means, you know, photo photography, floor plans, all those sort of things that we think are important. Contract. Yeah, in contract for sale. Get it ready so there's no waiting. Because you might come back on the 3rd of January and you might find a buyer calls you that day. So get it ready for sale. And as you said, Troy, and I like the term soft launch, I mean, a proper launch is, you know, you go to the local paper, you put a full page in, you go to REA Premier, you kind of have your first open and all those sort of things. That's what you'd call a proper launch. Soft launch is, yeah, it's there. They call it in in America, I think they call it pocket listings. It's there, it's available, it's a little bit under the radar, you just keep it a little bit soft. Third thing is you can actually, without having the property go stale, you can get it listed on realestate.com.au because no one's going to know unless they're searching for that property. So uh, one of the beauties of, of going on through a digital process of marketing is it doesn't expose it to the entire buying community. It exposes it to people that are qualified and registered to buy that property. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a good idea. And and I often, Troy, used to put signboards up this side of Christmas because signboard is 300 or $500. Whether you put it up on the 20th of December or the 20th of January, it costs you the same amount of money. You may as well get an extra few weeks of marketing and inquiry off it. So that would be the next thing. Um, And if you are going away at Christmas, which a lot of people do, and we encourage everyone to do that and have some downtime with your family, but there will be other agents who, for whatever reason, are going to work pretty much through Christmas and hopefully not on the holidays, but, you know, pretty much through the break. Appoint a point of caretaker, if you're going away for two or three weeks, there's nothing worse than a buyer comes into town, they're looking for your property, they ring for you, they can't get a hold of you, uh, they ring the office and no one has access, no one knows how to reach the vendor, so make sure that your office has the ability to show the property for those that are remaining behind. Expats' time is a big thing at the moment, with the Australian dollar down to 70 cents or thereabouts, a lot of expats are taking the 30% discount and choosing to buy Christmas is a time when a lot of expats come back to home yeah. to visit family and they will be active and a lot of them will want to buy over the Christmas break. So, And that's what I would often say to a vendor is you know, we do get an influx of expats coming back. Right now is an opportune time for them to take the 30% discount. If we have your property listed, if we have photography, if we have floor plans, if we have a set of keys, that really gives me a good chance or my colleagues to sell it. So I think there's every reason to say that you need to get proactive on, on your leads. Those that you were thinking of following up in January, I'd get them locked away now. Yeah. And as you said, Troy, get the photography done if you can. Take advantage of the beautiful weather heading into Christmas in most parts of Australia now. It's ideal. Um, and that also allows you, rather than spending the first week or two of the new year chasing listings and again getting the photograph, you can start selling them the first day you're back. Yeah. And I remember Tom, uh, Dr. Fred used to talk to us about when he, when he did a lot of coaching with us, which he still does, but uh, I remember years ago and he said, you know, what you should do is on your first day back, you already should have pre-organized appointments with buyers and sellers and showing properties. Because yeah. a lot of people wander back like Brown's cows from holidays. Yeah. They've been away and they come back. The first two weeks, they might as well still be on holidays. Because yeah. they're, they're not effective. Yeah. And they're kind of, you know, lazing around. So you really, when you're back from holidays, the advice is, you know, make sure that you're on your game straight away. So I think it's exciting times, you know, I I think the market in some areas will no doubt tighten up. I think the best agents' cream will rise to the top. I think the agents that have been swimming naked without the trunks, metaphorically, they will find that this is a tough time. So, you know, really now's the time to get your act together. If you you think you've been getting some good results despite yourself, now's the time to really knuckle down and get all your ducks in a row.
0: And I think if you did this, you're going to have a much better holiday, knowing that you're coming back to either exchanges mm. or listings that you're going to launch. You're not going to be coming back and saying, "Where do I start?" And the way you start 2016 is generally the way the year goes.
1: So, Where you going to fit? Yep. What, yeah. would,
2: what would be the ideal goal for? Four great listings to come back and have them go into a full campaign as soon as you're back in the office. Is well, that it's hard convention? because there's going
1: to be different people. Some people are kind of listing that in a week that we're right. listening to because there's some high, high achievers out there. I think you want to, let's call it a full dance card. You, you right. would like to have, from the week you come back, you would like to have every open for inspection and auction slot taken for your mm-hmm. first month. And, Tom, I think you were alluding to kind of how you start the year you finish it. Yeah. There is no doubt if you have a strong January, February, You'll be right. Funnily enough, it's like a wave that you catch out the back in the surf. Yeah. It'll carry you right through to next Christmas. Because yeah. if you have a strong January, February, you've got plenty of buyers, plenty of sellers, you're getting listings before Easter. So you've got a really good, strong period before Easter, which takes you into a good winter and so on and so forth. So there's no doubt. And conversely, if you struggle, if the first six or eight weeks of next year you're struggling to make a sale or get a listing, you're going to struggle all year, I suspect. Mm, right. So, very important to get momentum early on.
0: I'm, I'm, uh, as I leave here today, I'm going, I've got a webinar with my real estate uh, gym people and our action step is that November is the month that you will pick up the phone and you will ring up everyone on your database and you will give them an update on what happened in the year. You will tell them what the market is doing right now. And as an expert you'll also have a go at telling them on what the indications are that it's going to do next year because Mm -hmm. they want to hear from someone who's close to the market and there's nothing more powerful than actually having phone conversations and I'm just going to finish on this point Sebastian Bonacorso who I think you both know very well great agent so Sebastian Bonacorso has been one of the great agents in real estate in the last uh, 25 30 years on Saturday afternoon he sent me an SMS to ask me how was the market today in terms of the results and we had a bit of chit chat then he sent me another SMS and I'm just going to read it out because it sums up real estate this is at 5 37 p.m. Saturday night mate I was listing 150 to the best ever 227 properties a year when I was selling 100% of the time Tom no computer, no flashy marketing, no computerized database. I turned up 6.5 to seven days and started no later than 7 a.m. I had two landlines to make phone calls and I had buyers on a three x five card system and a manila folder as a listing presentation folder. Most agents unfortunately today, Tom, hide behind a lot of the technology and are not willing to put in the hard work
1: and the high number of actions needed to get results. That is a great. That's great. You should put that on your website, uh, op, John, if, if he allows you, because that I've, is that's a great snapshot. Because I, I I grew up through that period, and you yeah. did as well. Yeah. And he's right. You know, a lot of us were making mega sales more than most people do today with no mobile phones. Yeah. No faxes at one point. Time where everything was like, you know, drop it off. John, you
0: can relate what I just said. The
1: three by five cards, a vanilla
0: folder, and the phone's on the desk. Yeah. That is John McGrath, Paddington.
1: Correct. Uh, Yeah, I know. And and I loved it, by the way. No, I loved it. I know, I know. It was, no, it was great. And so, you know, and Sebastian is one of the great agents in Australia, no doubt. John, the worst part about it is this. To anyone that's listening to this,
0: I did that interview that we spoke at REB two weeks ago. And I did an interview with James Tostevin, and James Tostavan is pretty much doing what Sebastian yeah. is said right now. Yeah. James Tostavan is writing five to six million in GCI by basically being on the phones, generating appointments, giving people feedback, touch yeah. points. Yeah. Sure back to basics, isn't back it? Back to back sure the CRM system replaces A, B, and C yeah. on a card system.
1: It makes you more efficient. It doesn't it comes- do the prospecting for you. No. It, it's just an orderly way of maintaining. But you've got to make the call. You've got to engage people. You've got to excite people. A CRM can't do that. You know, all that stuff. Realestate.com can get your property instantaneously to all parts of the world, but it, the phone call when it comes in or the email, it's going to be your energy that gets the person enthused. Yeah. And you've got to do the negotiation. You've got to manage the client expectations. So... That's great. Well, look, looking forward. And I think we'll talk a bit more about Christmas as we come to the last week or so before, but I think we've kind of given people wet their appetite to say there's seven weeks, Troy, seven Seven Saturdays to go. Seven Saturdays. Knuckle down. You will have a great and amazing Christmas. If you can get double-digit sales between now and then, and and you can, 10 to 15 sales is, is achievable for everyone, you can do that, and then if you can get yourself also listed six to eight for the new year... Yep. Your next 12 months is almost set. you at least you're in trajectory mode, so so that'll be good. I'm disappointed to hear you're moonlighting on us, Tom. What is this webinar you're doing? Oh, it's the uh, monthly webinar that I'm actually. It's not a monthly. This one here is
0: a special uh, release webinar. I put it out in a matter of four days. 980 people have registered. So fantastic! Um, I'm I'm pretty excited. You so finished, it, or
1: you booked I'm, out, or you can't?
0: Well, it's too late now because um, it's the, today. The, it's 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 today. But the good thing is, to me, it's saying that there's 1,000 agents out there that are saying, "I have an appetite for an hour to find out something that's going to make me better." You know, so we me, should tell
1: all our listeners for the next time you do it because. Everyone needs to be on this stuff. Because people keep saying to me, can't wait for Eric. I'm saying, you know, that's great. Can't wait to see you there. But that's in May. What are you going to be doing in December, January, February, March, April to keep yourself on your game? And, you know, hopefully listening to to us jibber-jabber every week is a kind of a a little thing they can be doing, but there's plenty more to be done. So uh, good luck at your webinar.
0: Thank you so much, guys. Good to see you. See you next week. Same time, same
1: place. See you, everyone.